He hails from the island of Samoa. He has a diverse background in many areas and is a man of many talents. He's also a man of very high character. After playing football as a kid, he made the transition into coaching, where he has guided those in the next generations for over 30 years. Now, he's taken his talents and gifts to the airwaves of the podcast world. From the comfort of his favorite chair, here's your host, Coach Joe New. Hello, coaches. This is Joe New, your host of the New World. And today I'm really excited to have my partner in crime. His name is Joe Broussard. And so we're going to talk a little bit today about the uh, app and and how the Coach Colorado app came about. So, but let me just, Joe, why don't you share a little bit about your background as a player, as a coach, and stuff. All right. Well, thanks for having me, uh, Joe Broussard. Yeah, I uh, grew up in L.A., and I was – my dad was a coach. Um, he was a legendary youth football coach. Uh, he was fantastic. We lost him about a year and a half ago, so there's so many days I wish I could talk to him about coaching and, and some of the business endeavors that we're involved with. But, yeah, my dad was the coach, and uh, I grew up under him and – the teammates that I had uh, in that atmosphere in uh, in L.A., several of those kids ended up uh, making choices that led them uh, down the wrong path. They, it seems like half of my Pop Warner <laughs> team ended up dead or in jail. And uh, my dad fought hard to uh, push me forward and, and say, hey, you survived this. You're going to become a leader. And... Uh, I just remember those words. And so here I am today in my 50s. Uh, kids are grown. I got to coach them. Uh, got to coach in the communities I was in. I ended up going to school in Fresno. Uh, went to Fresno State. Played under legendary coach Jim Sweeney. And I learned a whole new vernacular. Learned a new <laughs> uh, way of coaching. And uh, that was awesome. But uh, I just learned to appreciate the the people behind the glass, you know, the, the coaches that were not just the ones on the field, but the ones that were really the ones that practice and making a difference. And I love coaches. I think coaches are uh, the people who change the world. And uh, so I want to help. You know, Joe, let's go back to a little bit your uh, Pop Warner days with your dad or your high school coach. What are some lessons and things that you learned from your uh, coach, which your dad, which is awesome to have a dad to coach you. I, I didn't have a dad that coached me because he didn't speak English, <laughs> so he couldn't coach a team. But what are some things that you heard your dad say that today you still use those words or you maybe changed it up a little bit, the things that you've learned? Yeah, well, uh, because of my journey in, uh, in the faith, I, I don't use all the language that my dad uh, <laughs> spoke to me about. For but. Sure. Uh, <laughs> They definitely resonate in my brain and in my ears. But, uh, you know, my dad was a tough, tough coach. He was old school, uh, you know, for conditioning. Uh, just to, he, he, we did green bays. And uh, green bays well, well, were. Explain to people what green bays so are. So green bays were up downs, but they were taken from the legendary coach Vince Lombardi, the Green Bay Packers, 
And so instead of just calling them up downs, they <laughs> called them green bays. And we all knew we were about to die. And uh, here we go with conditioning. And he just wouldn't accept, you know, from he coached me from age eight to 14. And uh, so up, up until high school and then at high school, he took a seat in the stands and watched uh, and encouraged me from there. And, <clears throat> but, yeah, he was a tough coach. We, we, I think from the time I was 10 to the time I was 14, we lost two games mm. in that whole time period. And uh, I mean, we had thugs, man. We were, <laughs> but they respected him, and, and we played well for him out of fear, uh, not out of love. But out, out of fear. fear, we just knew that he he might do something to us, and so uh, we played hard. Oh, that's awesome! Now I know Joe. I know Joe Broussard pretty well because we're partners. So, but now Joe, you coached, um, play football. You coached football, but you also coached another sport. Oh yeah, girls softball. Fast pitch is uh, my. I, I'd coach that in a heartbeat. I love that sport. Rather than football. Oh yeah. For one, it's a lot faster. It takes, it's shorter. You know, you can yes. get it done quicker. Yes. And uh, and girls are tougher than boys, so I oh. like that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I I did. Uh, I have two daughters and a son, and uh, and I I learned. My I had a sister who played softball as well, but I never coached her, obviously. But uh, coaching my daughters. Uh, club softball teams we traveled around the country and uh, just had some great relationships with families and uh, club sports is near and dear to my heart huh so you're the only guy i know that's coached football and then coached a girl sport in softball what's the difference between coaching uh male athletes and female athletes are they the same or are they different how, how how would you put that into well you have two daughters and and a son as well so you know <laughs> that uh but i'm asking you the question raising them is uh is always different and yeah they are uh as different as can be the way that you motivate the way you move them you know coaches our job is to try and get our athletes to do something they wouldn't normally do and so in softball you know, to try and get a young lady to figure out how to slide through a bag, uh, not just to a bag, but slide through it and possibly break up a double play, which mm. would mean there's contact with that shortstop and uh, possible injuries and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, I need you to crush that girl. <laughs> and, uh, Run her over. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that happens. And, um, you know, it's part of the game. Uh, it's within the game. And um, so getting girls to run through a wall is different than getting boys to run through a wall. You got to uh, use different psychology yeah. for it. Uh, we want all of our athletes <laughs> to be willing to run through the wall, but you got to do it a little different. So I'm not saying I'm a master at either, but uh, yeah, you, you got to put on a different moxie. You know, it's interesting because we both have girls that played sports and sons and you're asking that question. I remember one day I told my girls, you know, you need to run through that wall. And my daughter, Ashley, asked me, she goes, what what, what does that mean, run through the wall? Yeah, well, your girls were playing volleyball in a gym, so they had walls all around them. Like, <laughs> yes. Dad, I, I don't think I can do no, that. No, no. <laughs> and they always ask me. And I noticed that when I'm talking to my girls, uh, as far as, as a coach is concerned, the verbiage and things I used were a lot different uh, to them than it was to, like, say, my son. Like, yeah. he understood those things. So, yeah, it's, it is interesting when you're coaching 
Uh, I never coached my daughters. I went and watched them uh, be coached. And so for me, I always like struggled to do that. I mean, you're a lot better than I am to do that. But now I had my opinions when they come home into my car and I would tell them, I think your coach should have done this, that, or the other. But right. I didn't have that experience watching kids. So in my kids' life, I probably like your kids' life, coaches were really important. Yeah. You know, I, I, I could remember that they had a coach that wasn't a really, like, good positive influence, positive influence on their life, yeah. you know. And then there was other coaches that, that was. And I could tell the difference between the coach that was positive. And when I say positive, I don't mean like he was weak in the conversation. It was just like he knew how to motivate the girls and still get what they needed out of I could see the difference in that. Did you experience that same thing when you were coaching young girls and they were coached by somebody else? Did you see the difference between a good coach who would motivate them? Yeah, for sure. That's, uh, you know, <clears throat> I was one of those dads who I took it, I took it after my own dad. My dad was the kind of guy that would come to my high school practices and just sit in the side. He didn't interfere with anything. Uh, most of my teammates thought he was just the greatest guy because he would greet them as they came off the field. Hey, good practice today, good practice. You know, always positive. And I wanted to be that kind of guy. So I always, if it was possible, I would be one of those people that would be at uh, practices and games. And not every coach likes that. You know, I'm a big guy like you, uh, and I have a big presence, and I actually know what I'm talking about. So it's a little intimidating for yeah. some coaches. And they right. – you know, they refer to us dads as helicopter parents, right? Because <laughs> we're just hovering around. But I, I just wanted to be positive. I wanted to encourage the coaches that were there and say, you, you're doing great. Keep going. I know you don't have a clue, but you're good. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ones that, you know, had done something I hadn't seen before, I wanted them to know that too. It's like, hey, I really appreciate how you explain that uh, through that drill. That was really good. And uh, I was fortunate my kids had uh, really good coaches. And uh, so I just – Tried to uplift them and, and be positive. Right. All the way right. through college, actually. Yeah. I've got to see your kids play, and it's, it's awesome to watch your your kids play. Uh, it was fun. You know, we're on this subject of coaching and things of that, um, but Joe and I have a partnership more. Uh, we talk about coaching, but, you know, we had a dream and, and a, uh, this idea that we had about how can we gather coaches together, do all those kind of things? Joe, kind of share with the audience why uh, a coaches app is important to our community. Yeah. I mean, we started this company called We Coach, and um, we started a couple years ago. And our whole purpose was to try and uh, help coaches understand that you're not alone. Yeah, we have some services that uh, we'd love to uh, create a community and have each coach be able to build into that community and and contribute you know we just had a conversation with a local head football coach here and uh, he has so many good ideas that no one knows about he's a right. first year coach he's got ideas and it's like <laughs> all right there's got to be a way for you to get those in that those ideas into the heads of other coaches of other sports around the state and that was just a very clear conversation to help us understand what we are trying to do. That's why uh, Joe and I started this company, We Coach, is not so that we, Joe and I, could tell everybody how to coach, but so we could bring this community together 
and they could build into one another. Uh, coaching is a very lonely um, and sad uh, profession. In fact, it's a it's a terrible uh, vocational choice if you think about it. Mm. Uh, you're probably going to get fired. People, most people don't like you. They want to boo you, you know, because <laughs> you don't play their kids enough, or uh, you didn't win enough games, or whatever it is you did. Uh, and so we just want to be one voice in this world that says we appreciate what you're doing, and we're behind you. And so we thought an app would be better than a website or a magazine or a newspaper article. Uh, an app is something that we could put out there, and uh, we can push notifications to our members to say, hey, this is what this coach just did, or this is what this coach just said, and uh, let's build this community. And uh, it's just beginning, but we have such a high expectation for it. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, three years ago or four years, we, we had this conversation, and then we we did some research, right? We did some research to find out if there's anything like this out in, in the the world of apps or anything like that, and we found out there wasn't. And so, you know, as one of those thoughts that you said, oh, maybe we can do it, but then now that we've been trying it for a couple of years, we realize why there isn't exactly one. You know, that was my point. Hard, it's hard, <laughs> and I think it's also hard to uh, to let coaches know we really want to help and be in that community because sometimes you know they they don't want to be in that community, especially crossing over sport, right, Joe? From like a football coach to a baseball coach, we're all segregated. Like we have our own thing, and uh, we kind of believe that we could have we could have all coaches together and they can speak to yourself. Can you, can you speak to that? It could benefit from each other for sure. I mean, yesterday uh, we had six cheer coaches uh, download the app. I noticed, and uh, you know, I can see if they choose to, they can tell us what sport they coach and what sports they played. And we don't seek a lot of mandatory information from them on the app. They just, we all we require is their first and last name and what city they're coming from. Other than that, there's a whole list of things they can put in if they want. And these cheer coaches uh, joined, and it was great to see them. Uh, and, you know, I, I asked a couple of football coaches I was in the room with, I said, what, where are we at? These guys were older guys, you know. <laughs> and I asked them, what, where are we at with cheer coaches today? I know where we were 20 years ago, uh, but how do we feel about cheer coaches? And one of them quickly said <laughs> – cheerleaders is not what it used to be. Those kids go through way more turmoil <laughs> than our football players do. Yeah. And, uh, so it's not a matter of, are they a legit sport? Is it, are they legit coaches? It's yes. Welcome to the table. How can we learn from you? Right. You guys are raising money. You guys are trying to get these cheerleaders to do things uh, that, you know, our kids aren't doing through gymnastics and dance and all this other stuff. And so the commitment level is there and, their coaches. So welcome aboard. Yeah. And anytime you create an app like this, that you're trying to draw in as many coaches from many sports into it, that that's like hurting cats sometimes, you know, and start like, and getting them to, to believe in what we're doing. And, and we understand Joe and I totally understand that this is a new kind of way of thinking yep. and it's a new way of maybe integrating all the coaches and there's a trust factor Right? Can we trust each other? And are we going to do this? And we what you, understand. What do you want from me? Yeah, you know, that's exactly. They're and they're all alpha personalities. All of them are uh, as coaches. So if you're listening to this on the app, uh, we recognize you are strong. We recognize you are a leader. And uh, we 
recognize that you've got something to offer. Right. We're not trying to ask you to follow us. We're asking you to lead and uh, just let other people know your voice. Right. So, and that's what's so great about this, and we're excited about it. We understand it's going to be hard work, and and the coaches that are listening to this podcast, you know, we need your help. You know, you guys are a part of this. This is your app. This is what you, we feel that you want. But at the same time, you can give us uh, ideas of what we can do. And so, Joe, talk a little bit about what the future might look like as we kind of create this and maybe coaches have ideas. What, what, what are you seeing that you can tell the coaches that this is just the, the beginning of what we can be as a community? Yeah. Well, the only commonality uh, that we have with this membership, if you will, is that these are all coaches and they all live in Colorado. Other than that, we expect everything else to be different about them and unique. And so sharing those uh, unique traits would be really beneficial to the community at large. Um, if you are a coach up in the mountains and you're at a smaller school and you think that the schools down in the city don't really care about what you think about, you're wrong. They think they, they, they would love to know what are your struggles and how are you overcoming them? Everybody is going through a similar struggle right now with COVID. We're all trying to figure out this new forced normal that mm -hmm. has been put upon us. And uh, some of the coaches that I'm talking to have an actual plan and some answers. Some don't have a clue. Mm. And uh, so it'd be nice to get on here and figure out who's who's doing something. So we started a group on the app called COVID Defense. And uh, I joined. You can join. And we're hoping that conversation will start. Those that are asking questions, those that have answers can just communicate through the chat in that group. And, uh, you know, if you join the softball group or the cheer group or uh, the Arapaho offensive lineman group, those are different conversations. But this conversation is about COVID defense. And uh, what are you doing right now in this very unique time that we're all coaching? Mm. And I, I could see in this app, Joe, that we might have an opportunity even cross-culturally, uh, you know, for the schools that are, um, you know, just struggling through along and coaches that are out in these different communities like rural areas or the inner city or this is a way that we can all bound, be bound together, helping each other out, which is, you know, we heard from this particular coach, they're doing an event where lots of us coaches can be involved in that. Do you see this app being able to cross lines of culture, city, rural areas? I mean, yeah, that's what's behind our DNA. You know, Joe New is a big uh, brother from Samoa. Uh, I am from LA. My father's black. My mother's white. I look Hispanic. I'm I'm very confused. And uh, well, the first time I met <laughs> Joe Broussard, just to give you a little heads up, first time I met him, I thought he was Polynesian all the way. Hey. When he told me he was half black, half white, I did not believe him one bit. <laughs> and so, culture is really important to us, obviously, and uh, we are. Um, we would love to see the diversity of amongst coaches in Colorado be shared. I mean, when that guy uh, was talking to us earlier today about this event that was going on, it has been going for the last few months. We had no idea about that. It's not in the news. Nobody is promoting that. So uh, this app is a good avenue to say, here's 
something that's happening positive out there in the coaching world, you can get involved. Well, how many more of those stories are out there? Absolutely. Yeah, there's probably tons of those stories. And I'm sure we can go on and on. But I want to thank Joe for being here on the on the podcast. And uh, what we love about this podcast is that we'll, we'll talk about different things, talk about but coaching is our main ingredient. And I know there's tons of coaches out there that don't teach at the school. They don't work for their the school. So, you know, there's lots of coaches that are engineers, uh, accountants, and they're financial guys. They're all sorts of guys. They're, they're like us, like, right. you know, and we want uh, to be able to talk to those coaches and stuff. But it is interesting, isn't it? And I know you're wrapping it up, but if you are a coach and you happen to be an accountant and you're that's how you get paid and then you're a coach in the afternoon or the evening, uh, when you're in the community, nobody uh, – looks at you and says, hey, accountant. Exactly. You know, they, they call you coach. And it's a it's a term of endearment. It's a badge of honor. And although it's it's a tough vocation, it is a calling that we believe in dearly. And uh, we want to support those that have, are answering that call. Uh, just because you are a great athlete doesn't mean you're going to become a great coach. And just because you never were a great athlete doesn't mean you can't become a great coach. Right. It has nothing to do with it. We, we believe uh, some of the future things, we're going to be able to help coaches get better at coaching. We believe that if you are looking for good coaches, you're going to want to come to Coach Colorado app to find those good coaches in whatever sport you're in. And uh, I mean, I got offered a job this morning, so I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm looking for the highest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, hey, thank you for being uh, listening to the podcast today. Uh, we look forward to many more great conversations. Joe, thank you for being here. All right. Do you have thoughts on sports or have questions about It's a New World? Find us on Twitter or Instagram at This New World for either social media site. You can also reach us at thisnewworld at gmail.com. If you want to contact Coach New or reach out to find other coaches in your area, download the Coach Colorado app on your device's app store. Thanks for joining us on It's a New World. If you want more content, visit the Coach Colorado app to see more articles and stories about coaches. There you will also find more podcasts including The Sport Report and other episodes of It's a New World. This podcast is also on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Play. We'll see you next time on It's a New World. This podcast is copyrighted by Sport Report and We Coach Smarter. Any other use of this podcast, It's a New World logo, or anything associated with this podcast without the express written consent of We Coach Smarter or Sport Report is strictly prohibited.